Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishprapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harine Bhakta Kayaika Dehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Etave jagatameva samsaranava setave Prabhave sarva vidyanam shambhave gurave namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshvara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave namaha Om Svarupa Svasvabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self. Your own essence, your own beingness, your own shivaness. Again and again I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namu Namaha. Where's Waldo? You're looking for something, always looking for something, as proven by the incredibly popular Where's Waldo books. In 20 years, 73 million books sold in 26 languages in 50 countries. It shows that people want to find. In this case, a familiar character, a guy in a red and white striped shirt, and knit cap. But what are they all really looking for? Self. Only and always the one self. Who is you? Who is all? I always loved looking at the illustrations of the crowds trying to find Waldo. 
even though I was an adult when the books first came out in 1987. What I loved was the feeling I had while I was looking for him. It wasn't like I was looking for someone or something that was lost. It was clear to me that Waldo wasn't lost, not any more than I was. While I was looking for him, he knew where he was. He was never lost. Maybe it was because I'd already lived and studied with my guru, Swami Muktananda, for seven years. I knew who I was, even when I was in a crowd, even when I was lost in my thoughts, even when I was chasing memories or fears, I still knew who I was. Baba gave me that. For me, looking for Waldo in the intricate drawings evoked that inner knowing again. It was fun to be in the midst of the crowd, but not to be lost. To be looking, but not needing to find. Two in one. That's what I titled it in my teachings article for this month. It's about you being the one reality, which is who and what you are. While you are living in the world and doing worldly things, you are Shiva, meeting and interacting with all the other forms of Shiva. You are Waldo, as well as the one who is looking for Waldo. The human story is about trying to find yourself. Most people are actually trying to put themselves together like trying to glue the pieces of a broken mirror back together again. In the Waldo story, you're searching through the crowd, looking at each person and thinking, is this how I should be? Is this how to live? Except you don't need to put yourself together. You're not broken. You're not in pieces that need to be reassembled. You are whole, perfect, and pure. No matter what has happened to you, no matter where you've been or what you've done, your own self is pristine. You are consciousness. You always have been, O Shiva. The Western yoga world is in the process of being distracted from yoga's goal. I embrace the importance of social justice and protection of the weak, even recovery from trauma, but that is actually not yoga's work. It is important work, but it's not the proper use of yoga's sophisticated technology. Using yoga to cure society's ills is like trying to use a feather to hammer a nail. Yoga is gentle. It is sophisticated. It is subtle. I'll compare it to Wi-Fi. It's all about connecting with the greater reality. With Wi-Fi, you connect to the World Wide Web. That's pretty vast, worldwide. But yoga's connection is an inner connection, connecting to God within. 
which is your own self. First you connect, then you follow the connection inward to merge into source, which is you, O Shiva. Thus, yoga doesn't have you searching through the crowd to find someone, not even yourself. Yoga is about you finding you, but you're the one who's standing in the crowd, so there's no searching needed. You're already you. The difference between Waldo and the guru is that Waldo can't help you find you. The guru serves you by giving you you. Then, instead of pouring through all the people in the crowd, you simply stand still, like Waldo does. For you are already you, even when surrounded by other people, even when surrounded by the world. Thus, even when I'm not in Downingtown, I'm still here. For those of you attending Swami Sunday from home, there's little difference. But for you who are on site, I'm still here with you. And I'm still doing what I always do, pointing you inward again, toward your own self. Plus, you get the flow of grace, the revelatory energy that this lineage specializes in. You are washed through, carried inward to your own being, by the loving fire of Guru's grace. I know, for that is where I began, personally, with my Baba. And it is where I end, sitting at my Guru's feet. That is why I have come to India, to return to my Baba's home village, to sit where he sat, to bask in the loving fire of his Guru's grace. Like Baba, I sit at Nityananda's feet. I can. India has always been the world's epicenter of spirituality. Modern scholars have been able to trace India's influence on ancient Egypt and Greece, thus contributing to the underpinnings of Western religion and culture. I mean... Who were those three kings from the Orient who visited a babe born in a manger? If they came from an area east of Palestine, ah, uh, would perhaps that be India? How did they know to follow a star? So I am on personal retreat in the land of yoga's birth, India. I have been fortunate to pilgrimage to many of the holy sites on this subcontinent, which abounds with holy sites. I have been a sponge soaking up blessings from Shiva, Krishna, Buddha, and Kali in their sites, along with their stories and rituals. I have returned again and again to the holy waters of India's rivers and seas, worshipped holy mountains and trees that embody the energy of the goddess, Mother Earth herself. But most especially, 
I have imbibed the blessings of the divine humans, so many great beings, so many gurus, so many benefactors of humankind, the great masters who prove that yoga works. For yoga's goal is to make you great. No, that's not precisely true. Yoga can't make you great, for you are already great. Yoga's sole purpose and goal is to make you know the greatness that you already are, O Shiva. The first time I set foot on India's holy soil was 1977. I climbed down the airplane stairs, managing my tote bags and wobbly legs after a 30-hour journey. And one foot landed on the earth. Instantly, I was shot through with a bolt of energy, like lightning arising from the earth. I recognized it as Kundalini, for I had already received Shaktipat from my Baba. Along with the energy arising from my connection with India's holy soil, one word arose inside, Mother. Mother India. Divine Mother. And that arising was pure bliss. Fully re-enlivened, I practically sprinted to baggage claim to pick up my bags and head to my guru's house, yet a two-hour drive away. It didn't matter. No matter how far, no matter how hard, no matter how much time it would take, there was only one place I wanted to be. Only, he was not my mother. He was the one who made me able to perceive my true mother, the one mother, the one who births this universe out of her own being, Ma, Shakti, who is Shiva, who is the Self, who is the one being all, thus being you and being me. Yet you need someone who makes you able to see, who makes you able to be that which you already are. And my guru did that for me. Thus I serve him by serving you, that you may know your own divinity, that your body is a divine body made of divine shakti, that your mind is pure energy, divine energy, in a form that gives you the ability to look outward or inward, or to look inward and outward at the same time. I was fortunate to be mentored by my Baba's astrologer for over 30 years. Chakrapani brought Vedic astrology to America. He was a seventh-generation Vedic astrologer, and he used this ancient science to support me and many others. And he supported me through many decades of my confusion and pain as I gradually shed all that blocked my ability to see my own essence. 
One time I visited Chakrapani, joining a group for a dinner party. I found out about it late, so I arrived after everyone else was seated. As I entered, he introduced me to everyone, and he said she's an Indian girl in an American body. Yes. He named something I'd known about me, that my home is as much India as America, that my worldview is cosmic based on India's cosmology, a perspective that is conveyed with mother's milk. In India, every child is raised in the recognition of their own divinity. By contrast, as a child, I was told that I was sinful, always needing correction and chastisement. I grew up in a religion that said I inherited original sin from Adam and Eve and that I needed to be redeemed by one who died thousands of years ago. I confess I had trouble making that work for me. Maybe it's just me, but I needed a living teacher, one who made the intangible be tangible. I got Baba, who did even more than that. He made me able to see, not only to see, but to be Shiva. To dive deeper than that inner sense of not good enough, to discover the blissful ocean of consciousness within, and to dive deeper and deeper still. I continue to plumb the vastness of consciousness, wonderfully and blissfully so, gracefully so, a deepening fueled and supported by my Baba's grace. For where does consciousness end? I cannot find the extent of it. There are no edges. There is only one. And that one is self. So I send you blessings from India, the land of spiritual giants. I would say that I stand in their shadow, but they cast no shadow. I stand on their shoulders. As do you. If you choose to mount to the top of this divine pyramid, of great beings, for you stand at the peak of spirituality, O Shiva. All you have to do is be that which you already are. Where is Waldo? You are Waldo, and you are where you have always been, right here. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha.